6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Well, the city continues to make moves to increase safety in the downtown core. It, um, it, it came on the same day. Mayor Sohi met with Premier Jason Kenney and Justice Minister Tyler Shandro about uh, those concerns. Uh, Edmonton City Councilors unanimously voted to ask City Administrators and the Edmonton Police Commission to put together a business plan for an initiative dubbed the Healthy Streets Operations Centre. So what is that? Well, let's find out with Ward Pahesawin, Councillor Tim Cartmel. Councillor Cartmel, welcome back to the show. Nice to be here. Nice to talk to you. All right. So I think you put the you put uh, forward the motion yesterday. Tell us about what a healthy streets operations center is. What would it do? Yeah, fancy name. So essentially, what we're looking at is is um, you know what would be a storefront or a you know a, a relatively small place that will serve as that uh, collaboration place. So uh, a place where we would see. Uh, members of the police service, but also members of uh, perhaps Alberta Health Services, perhaps Fire Rescue, some of our social service uh, agencies, all in one place, uh, and, and right in the heart of Chinatown, uh, you know, effectively so that we can have the right resource respond to the issue at the moment uh, in the right way at the right time. Uh, go ahead. No, I'm just curious. I mean, is this something that, that could be set up quickly is this something that you know can could be done in a couple of weeks or is it going to take a few months and is that too late yeah, well so the motion yesterday is actually it talks about what happens in a few months we have um, through our city manager and uh, his ability to uh, you know to use some discretionary spending the same with the police service and, and the other entities this will be set up uh, very quickly within the next couple of weeks. The question, though, is uh, how does it sustain itself? So the motion yesterday was to come back with a business plan that talks about what resources are needed to keep this thing going for a couple of years. Uh, and, and But in that way, understand what this model looks like. Begin to collect that and understand what, what uh, you know, amount of each resource is needed in this space. Uh, measure the outcomes of, of establishing a center like this. Uh, and then think about where there might be other hotspots that might need that that you know local storefront, uh, very obvious, very visible uh, collaboration space. Edmonton City Councilor Tim Cartmel joining me this afternoon. Now we know that uh, the city presented its full safety plan to uh, to the province uh, in the in the past week. Uh, the province, uh, the city mayor, so he met yesterday. Um, a lot of the stuff that was outlined in that plan had been outlined before. This uh, op center was was something new. Uh, what, what's it based on? It, what, does it come from somewhere else? Do, are other cities using something like this? Yeah, it, it, well, so it comes from a couple of places, kind of uh, you know, in an overlapping way. You know, with with uh, the very tragic events in Chinatown, there was several discussions with the leaders of Chinatown about what they thought they needed for their space uh, and, and for their community and how quickly they needed it. And this was one of them, uh, you know, a community centre, essentially a day shelter space is another thing that they were asking for. Uh, greater visibility was, was a third thing that they asked for. But uh, this came from, from the, the Chinatown leadership group. But also, this was something that the police service was already working on. They, they had already recognised going back a year or even two that uh, you know, we have this geographical overlap of Chinatown with 
perhaps an over-concentration of social uh, service agencies. Uh, so there was a need to make this a point of emphasis. So uh, this sort of co-dispatch collaboration space is an idea that's been brewing with the Edmonton Police Service for, for a while. Uh, and it's also a model that has been used and, and recently employed in San Francisco and Denver, to name two places. So what happens, uh, so what happens with it now? As far what as with it? yeah, sorry, just going back to the funding part uh, again, Tim. Like, what, oh, I see. Yeah, what, yeah, what happens with it now? As far as you know, getting that cash and, and getting getting things moving. Yeah, so this is this is an as I was saying, you know, an idea that has been explored and, and has been largely figured out in terms of what a, a business plan would look like, and more specifically, what resources are required to see it uh, operate on an annual basis. Say, so that report comes back to council at our. July 4th meeting, just keeping my dates straight, our <laughs> July 4th meeting. And, uh, you know, if that if that uh, business plan uh, meets with the approval of council, then dollars will be designated towards it. Uh, you know, there's some city dollars involved. There's some other agency dollars involved. And, and uh, you know, those other agencies draw their resources from different places, too. So there would, you know, like, but altogether, there would be a, a plan that, uh, if met with the approval of city council, would receive some funding. Your thoughts on, uh, on 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 the status of the relationship between the province and the city? It seemed to be a little uh, fractured, uh, you know, just as as recently as as three three weeks ago. Um, the, you know, the city administration presented that plan. It's it's outlined to deal with with safety in the core. Uh, met yesterday, as I mentioned off the top of uh, of the show, the justice minister, the premier, along with a mayor. So he, your thoughts on on the comments that came out of that and and where we are now uh, moving forward on this uh, in partnership well I think you know I think you and I chatted maybe three weeks ago Jamin about that mm -hmm. and you know uh, you know perhaps shortly on the heels of Minister Shango's letter and, yeah. and uh, you know I think I, re I remarked to you that you know it's time to get in a room and have some you know some adult conversations one-on-one -on -one about you know what the solution sets are what can we agree on where from here uh you know quite frankly away from microphones and cameras mm -hmm. and uh you know and i think you've seen that happen i you know the meeting that happened yesterday was not the only meeting that's happened there's been a series of conversations uh with with the city bureaucracy and provincial bureaucracy uh with various ministers uh with mayor sohi and with some of the other councillors and uh I think what we're seeing, frankly, finally, is some of those frank discussions. Now, that doesn't mean that everything is solved, and we're all, you know, it's all big, one happy family, and that, uh, you know, that it's that everything is perfect. But at least we're starting to have some conversations where uh, there is at least agreement that something needs to be done. That there is at least agreement on what we're seeing is not right and requires attention. So uh, that's a solid first step. There are a number of initiatives that have been put in place already, obviously a number of initiatives that are still being talked about, considered, that sort of thing. And I think there's a lot of folks out there who who might think that nothing is being done downtown, that it's that it's not happening, that it's still, um, you know, not a place where, you know, people would feel safe. What do, what do you say to that? Well, I understand the apprehension. Uh, you know, I, you know, by way of example, I've got uh, you know two adult children that still live with me, that are uh, on transit, that are on LRT every day, and, mm -hmm. and it's better, um, but it's not perfect. Uh, you know, so that, you know that whole transit safety piece is something that we continue to work on. But we have seen the effect of some of the measures that have been put in place. 
Um, I do still talk to people every day that have you know some sort of negative experience, uh, you know, somewhere downtown. But uh, you know, but I don't. I, I think we. I think we run the risk of the tyranny of the anecdote, right? You know, there's uh, seemingly a lot of people with a with a negative story. Um, but I can tell you that I was there last Friday. Uh, you know, I parked in City Hall on my way to an evening event last Friday night, and the, the square was alive. The fountain was full of kids. The, there was people, you know, arriving downtown and going off to their various events or to a local restaurant. So it's not all bad. It, it needs work for sure. It, you know, it is an evolution, but it's not all bad. I think what we really will find is people will feel uh, safer and more secure when there's more people downtown. Mm. And so uh, activating those workspaces, really encouraging people that even if they're disinclined to be in the workspace every day to get downtown several days a week, uh, you know, to, to um, and bring their dollars to the merchants that are trying to make a living in, in some of those retail spaces downtown. All of that, like bringing that activity back, um, I think will will create some positive energy that people will feel, and, and that that feeling of apprehension because of spaces quiet or dark or dirty uh, will go away. Uh, and, and so we're working against all of those aspects to try to try to enliven the space and and get more people more comfortable downtown. Well, uh, Councillor Cartmel, always appreciate how you keep things real I, <laughs> and, and, and make time for us this afternoon. Thank you for this. I look forward to chatting with you again soon. My pleasure. Have a yeah, great day. Yeah, you too. Tim Cartmel, uh, the Edmonton City Councillor for Ward Pahesawin.